Well, hello, and welcome to episode 69 of Pegasus Radio. In today's episode, we asked the question, should I take a step back to take a step forward? Okay, let's dive in. Well, this is the first in a while. Obviously, as you'll know, all of my regular Pegasus Radio listeners, most of my episodes so far have been me talking, but as you'll equally know recently i've been doing a lot of interviews certainly the meet the boss series of which there are more to come by the way we've recorded them they just need to be edited finally approved and then get on pegasus radio so watch this space more are to come but i thought i'd do one which is just me talking again giving you some career advice around this subject of should i take a step back to take a step forward so often people get themselves into a position where they are contemplating whether they do indeed need to take a step back title-wise in order to move forward career-wise. And it's perhaps even more pertinent given the time I'm recording this, which is mid-July 2020. So I thought, let me start by just giving you a very quick update as to what I see the market doing from a recruitment perspective. What I'm saying to everybody at the moment is there is light at the end of the tunnel. And that is to say that, candidly, since middle of March as a recruiter, I've not had a great deal to do. In fact, there's been nothing to do from a fee-earning recruitment perspective, but that has changed in the last two weeks. I now have live roles that I am working on. Some of you may have seen me posting those on LinkedIn. There are certainly roles out there. Now, having said that, it's still worth stressing that the vacancy volume is still low, certainly a lot lower than it was, let's say, January of this year. And generally, any recruitment that is happening is very specific, generally very sector-specific. That's even more pronounced when you look at individuals or you look at roles at associate and director level. They're usually trying to recruit for somebody very specific, and that's either a very specific sector, a very specific role that needs fulfilling for a end client, or indeed somebody who can definitely bring business with them, who's maybe an expert in one sector who can definitely bring that little black book of clients with them. There's very little hiring for generalists, I would say. You know, generally, most companies are recruiting for something very specific at the moment. So that's just worth kind of kind of framing before we go into this discussion about whether it's worth taking a step back sometimes. Now, current climate aside, why would you consider taking a step back in title? I'm going to list, what, five different reasons why I think maybe it's worth potentially taking a step back in title in order for you to take a step forward again in your career. The first is you've got the wrong badge relative to the rest of the market. So there are certain organizations out there who do a blooming good job of giving titles away very easily that on the face of it is rewarding those individuals who have progressed through the ranks. But actually, the cynical side of me says, you know, they've given those titles either because length of service, so you've just kind of naturally earned it from being with a business for a certain amount of time, or you're in an organization that likes to give titles away to technically trap people with their own ego. So the classic one is people being offered the role of associate when actually they're not really doing an associate's role. In fact, heck, I've even seen people who are partner or director level who really are just doing a job of a, a good senior QS, PM building, so you take your pick or, or, or other disciplines. So you've got to be very careful. And there's, I'll, I'll link to other episodes on the kind of show notes of this 
that I've gone into great detail about this. First of all, just being careful about how obsessed you are with titles and also some of the tricks companies play to trap people within businesses. But certainly one thing you can end up doing is having a title that actually relative to the rest of the market is out of sync. So let me just pick associate again. The typical role of an associate in most consultancy businesses would be an individual managing a team of circa five people, depending on where you are in the country, probably managing fee turnover of somewhere between 300 to 600,000 pounds of the fees. And you'll probably have certainly some client responsibility and potentially some BD responsibility. So if that doesn't sound like you and you've currently got that associate title, then yes, you know, candidly, you, you, if you are thinking about moving, then perhaps you do need to move at a lower level so that you can get on the right rung of the right ladder, so to speak, within a business where you genuinely can advance properly. And each level of title does mean something, if that makes sense. Aligned to that is that you are being underpaid for the level. So in a similar vein, companies give people the title, but don't give them the money that goes with it because they know that the ego of having the title kind of traps them. So there'll be plenty of times when I've, again, just because it's easy to discuss this level, I've approached an associate, I've had a good chat with them about what they actually do. A, I've informed them that they're probably not doing the full associate role, but B, more importantly, I've told them that they're probably, you know, a good 10 to 20% under market value for even technically the level below them. So let's say they're an associate PM in title, and I find they're an associate PM in London, let's say, for argument's sake, and I will find out that they're on 50K basic, when in reality, they could go to senior PM perhaps and earn something beginning with a six, as an example. So the, the giving of the title often is a good way of tricking people into taking a lower salary. And so that's another good reason potentially to move. If you find that actually I'm underpaid, I can't necessarily move because the title I'm at Others are not going to give me the same title because it means something different in their business. But I can move, yes, to a lower title, but I can equally increase my salary by a significant amount. You know, that for me would be a good reason to, to move jobs. Okay, next situation where I think it might be worth considering moving is where you hit a glass ceiling in a business. And that can be just by the size of the business or the size of the office. So maybe it's already top heavy and you know there's just nowhere else for you to go in the business. On top of that, because it's already top heavy, you may find that, again, you're not doing the full role for the level that you would typically be assumed to be taking elsewhere in the industry. And, and you're kind of stagnating. You've hit that glass ceiling. You know you can't go to the next level. But also, because there's so many of you already at that level, you're kind of almost kind of sharing the management responsibility between a number of you without necessarily individually gaining sufficient experience to be able to go to that next level. So again, perhaps a good reason to take a step back if you can't find the same level elsewhere is to go to an organization where you know there is some, you know, a real hierarchy, there's some rapid growth that can be achieved within that business and that you can very quickly, you know, blast past the current level that you're that you're technically on now and go beyond that very quickly. The amount of people I, I speak to who kind of get stuck at one level in a business, they've got that glass ceiling, they know they've got that glass ceiling but pride is stopping them taking a move at a different level, in essence, or, or, or a lower level. And before they know it, they've kind of been stuck at the same level for five years. Others who were at a lower level than them in maybe different businesses have surpassed both their level and beyond, and they're still stuck at the same level. There's a real danger that you can let ego mess with you in, in this and just get stuck at one level for too long in a business where there is that glass ceiling in place that you're never going to break through or 
or you're going to be waiting an awful long time to break through that glass ceiling, in which case you could have been advancing a lot further with more responsibility and higher pay within a different business. I guess another reason, and this ties, I guess, to the current time we're in as much as anything else, is the viability of your current employer. Are you genuinely concerned about the situation with your current employer? Do you foresee redundancies? Even worse, do you see the business going into administration or liquidation? If you're genuinely concerned about that and you're thinking right now that this could be a problem, then potentially in the market right now, it may well be worth moving for a perceived lower level just simply because there are not as many roles out there. So I come back to again, you know, roles at associate and director or partner level are fairly thin on the ground at the moment, candidly, unless you're an absolute sector expert in a sector that's in demand or you definitely are very confident about being able to bring business with you and can certainly pay for yourself and a team very quickly. In the vast majority of cases, that's what I'm seeing, uh, you know, associate and director and part level moves at the moment is either an absolute sector specialist who's going to fit a role within a certain business that's needed, or you've got that little black book and you can genuinely bring business with you. If you're not those and you are in a situation where you're concerned about the viability of the business you are in, then in the current climate, should you not want to be out of work for too long, then potentially, yes, you should consider taking a step back in order to become or be within a more stable organization and be able to go forward from there. And I think lastly, the last one is, if you're just fundamentally unhappy where you are, if you are fundamentally unhappy in the business you are in, you know it's kind of affecting your kind of mental state. It's affecting how you behave at home. You're maybe not doing what you need to do professionally, perhaps. And you're just becoming more and more frustrated. Again, if you're looking right now in the current climate, but even even in normal times, if you can't find the same role to to enable you to get out of that organization, you know, relatively quickly, then again, perhaps it is worth for your own mental well-being, for your own peace of mind, to take that step back to find a role that's maybe perhaps easier to find because there's more role, you know, the, almost the lower the level you go, there are more roles available than the more senior you go where, where it does become a little bit more um, kind of difficult to find those more senior roles unless, as I say, you've got something you can absolutely bring to the table. So there are, I think, some of the reasons why you may want to consider taking a step back to take a step forward. I think to kind of sum it up, one thing you maybe need to look at is if you're looking at a prospective employer and you can see there is genuine opportunity to advance quickly and they're offering the same money, or better money, or frankly, potentially a little bit, a little bit lower as well. And you know, you know, taking taking on board the current climate we find ourselves in, the you know, kind of COVID world we find ourselves in, and the, and the fact that the dynamics at the moment are probably more in favour of employers than they are employees, unless, as I say, you're very much a sector specialist in a sector that people really want. Then you may have to take a step back. But my, my point being is, if you can feel you can make a move, let's say for around the same money you're on now, but you can see that there's better trajectory there that you're in a healthier, more secure business, that you're in a business that you're going to be happier in, that you're not going to be kind of stressed, that you're not going to be un unhappy about the direction of the business. Then for me, logically, if some of those boxes are ticked, if you do have to take a step back level-wise, is that the end of the world? If you're confident that maybe in another two or three years, you can advance.
it genuinely kind of upsets me greatly that there are, there are a number of people I probably speak to on a, on a six month basis who I and they know are both kind of stuck in a bit of a rut where they are. But pride is stopping them moving because they do not want to lose that title. And I just think, goodness me, you know, if you'd have moved five years ago, me and you're having this conversation, where would you be now? You'd be a lot further on. You'd probably be earning more money. But pride is screwing with you and you're still stuck in that same rut at that same perceived level. And for what? For for some kind of admiration from from external factors, external sources, you know, what, what's keeping you at that level, I think is what you need to ask. And what, what's justifying staying there, particularly if you're unhappy or you know that you've got nowhere to go in that business. Okay, I hope that's been a good one, a bit of food for thought. Now, equally, I wouldn't advocate taking a step back if you didn't need to, if you felt that you had the right set of skills for the level and you were you you were appropriate for the level in the market, i.e. you were fulfilling. Like So I gave you an example of what I expect a typical associate to do. If you're fulfilling that kind of role, and you think that's definitely the role you are fulfilling and you're happy with that, then then maybe you don't need to take that step back unless, as I say, you're, you're particularly unhappy or concerned about the viability of the business. I'm not saying you necessarily always have to consider taking a step back, but I do think you need to think about upward progression within an organization. And if you feel you're not going to get that upward progression where you are, then I, I personally wouldn't discount having to do that if that was the right thing to do to move you on in your career. Okay, as always, if that's prompted any thought in your mind that maybe you need to have a chat with me, maybe discuss your current situation, maybe allow me to add a bit of a sounding board to you. If you're concerned about the current situation in your business, if you're concerned about redundancy, then absolutely do reach out to me. I can give you my advice, my best advice about how to tackle the next three or four months. I'll repeat again what I said at the beginning of this podcast. I can see light at the end of the tunnel. I'm certainly working on vacancies now, and I guess for what I do for a living as a recruiter, I'm a bloody good barometer for market confidence. If companies are beginning to recruit again, then that's because they're confident that workload is stable and improving. However, it's also fair to say that we're, we're still um, a bit away from, you know, maybe where we were January of this year. You know, we've still got to keep on working through the COVID situation. We've still got to see what the new normal looks like, you know, how... Um, certain sectors, you know, the retail sector, the aviation sector, potentially the occupier sector, how they are affected in what is the new normal. But we'll get through this, folks. We are hopefully, as I say, coming to the light at the end of the tunnel now. If you need any advice, please do reach out to me. Have a good day. Take care.